Good day, Buffet. Sorry to keep you waiting. Your table is ready for How You Can Eat, a weekly comeback of K-pop music commentary. My name is Chuck Jose, and each week we take a brand new release and we let you know what we think about it. But before we get to that, we have so much to catch up on because I feel like we were all spread out amongst so many things. It's been so long, a month I feel like, since we last had the whole crew together. So... Um, nope, puns aside, I'm just going to quickly introduce them because I just want to know what they've been up to. So, Alan, Mark, Steven, mm. we are back. The full squad of HYC. <laughs> what? New oh. acronym debut. Um, anyway, um, I think, Steven, you've been gone the longest, oh, yeah. I want to say. So, let's… Steven… So good to hear from you. How are you? Oh, How are things? Yeah. Is there anything you can share about your re- uh, recent escapades? Sure. Well, I am so glad to be back. It's been like uh, like a month since we've even talked, like real, like spoken. Yeah. So we've finally we've been chatting. But like, yeah, it's just great to be able to talk with you guys again. Uh, but yeah, I was away for a little bit. I spent a couple weeks uh, in Europe um, visiting family in, in Brussels, Belgium, uh, and then went to Amsterdam and Paris for a few days each. So that was really fun. Um, yeah. Did you go by yourself or would you, did you go? I was with my no, parents no, sorry, in Amsterdam um, and then I did Paris solo, which was fun. Wow. Um, I didn't know you did Paris solo. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was great. Um, I have a question. How is Belgian's chocolate? Is so, so much, is it better there? I mean, they they have a lot of like very good chocolate, uh, and yeah, I mean, it's maybe they just have more sh- shops that are, are high quality. Uh, so yeah, it's it is really good, and lots of options at all of the the shops you go to. I, I feel like um, just like when I went to Italy, like the trash table wine is much better than the, any yeah. of the, the most expensive wines here. I I just feel like like you can get like. A two dollar glass of wine that'll be worth forty dollars back back in the states. So that's how I yeah. feel like with the chocolate. It's just even if you get like the one star rated on Yelp or I guess TripAdvisor, they don't really use Yelp. I feel like oh, I don't know. I, like every t- when I search for things, it was always TripAdvisor. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, chocolate and, and beer. Um, yeah, because they have some. I had some of the like the Trappist. Beer, Ooh, the, like the, the, the monks. monks. Yeah, yeah, that oh. was pretty good. That sounds um, fun. Yeah, and I want to do a trip like that. I, I, I want to. Usually, when I go on like vacation or trips, it's like I have to do everything because it's like the first time I'm in the city. Yeah, uh, I should. I'm sure you did that too. But I, I just want to go for food like one of these days. Like that's the only reason why I go to to eat food wherever it is. But I don't know. Maybe. I hear, I hear Japan's opening up, so yeah, 
They're letting oh, more people in. I would be Maybe happy to help plan your trip. I, I kind of like because I was. That's kind of how I plan uh, yeah. traveling. Around just food. yeah, and then yeah. So that makes sense. <laughs> I, like uh, one of our mutual friends, Dan. He, um, him, and his crew went to that Omar Rice place. Like they, they just went. They took a train just for that meal, and then they came back from Texas. Nice. Yeah, makes sense. Um, Alan, Mark, do you have any questions for Steve? <laughs> uh, no. Okay. okay. Sounds good. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Very uh, much. You're welcome. Yeah, you're welcome. No, that was the um, Okay. Oh. <laughs> uh, I will end Stephen by yeah, yeah. asking. You will end Stephen. <laughs> I will end. Yeah, I will end you, Stephen, by asking, what was your favorite thing that you did in your entire trip? Oh, well, uh, okay. I. God, okay. One of the really fun things we did in Amsterdam was just ride. Uh, we rented some bikes and rode around this park, and that was just really nice because the weather was perfect. And uh, I, I can say, like, I experienced their bike culture, even though we never yeah. went on the street. Um, just like being there, and it was such a nice day. It was so fun. Yeah, I, I loved that. Just that like sign. the general pleasantry of. Of yeah, yeah. And, uh, scenery. Yeah, that sounds nice. I, I've only been to Amsterdam once, and that was uh, with my grandparents and my uh, my brother and cousin. Yeah, um, but we were young, so I couldn't really do the cool things you're supposed to do in Amsterdam. So all we did was we went to a windmill to get some clogs, and then we visited the Anne Frank house. Yeah, that, that's all, that that's is all a good I remember. Museum also. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so cool. Okay, and re- in reverse order, the one that ha- uh, rounding out the big three for the first time, the one that hails from. Um, I can't think of a a rhyme for three, that rhyme. from, um, near, what what city do you live in actually? I forget. What's your what? <laughs> what? What? Where do you technically live? Do you, are you still in Oakland? Yeah, I'm still in Oakland. Okay. Um, hailing from Oakland City, mm. it's Alan Mar- Nope, that, that didn't work. Mm. Oh, man. I should never go out of order. Um, it's Alan Mark. Hello. How are you doing? How are you doing in this fine day? I, I, I'm so tired right now. <laughs> <laughs> cool. So Perfect. we'll make it through. But yeah. Perfect. So am I. But like, like we always say, this show always energizes us yeah. i think or makes us more tired <laughs> yeah we'll see yeah just um, been going hard in the pain at work so yeah okay well i know you've talked to me about this but steven steven wants to know um how your oh, experience yeah. was with your last k-pop concert of um of the year k-pop uh concert fest yeah 2022 <laughs> oh man it was wonderful uh oh who did yeah, you see i saw the wonderful Sunmi. Ah, yes. Uh, in San Francisco at the Warfield, which is a great venue for her. Uh, yeah, uh, it was so much fun. I got there early because of uh, commuting. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I was just like waiting in line. Uh, like, just like was chatting with people around me. I got hungry, so I bought a large pizza nearby that I just like handed out slices to people oh Oh, that's really cool because i ate three and then it was like if anyone else wants any because there's still like 
seven slices here that mm-hmm. I'm not going to eat. So did everyone take that? It? Was yeah, yeah. It was yeah. Okay. It was, the the pizza was finished, so that's okay. Good. Made it worth it. And then got inside. Uh, well, so I got the VIP package. So they handed out uh, um, they handed out uh, photo cards at the door. But at the same time, they handed me a wristband for the VIP section at the mm. same time. And they're like, put this on before you get it. I was like, okay. And my head was kind of frantic. So I think I put down the photo card to put on my wristband. Oh, no. And then I forgot I put the photo card down. Oh, and then no. I realized that I didn't have it on me anymore. Oh, but it's no. okay. I bought a set of photo cards at the, at the uh, merch table anyway. So I still came out with some photo cards. Oh. One of which is on my phone right now. Um, oh, that's so good. That's a really good photo card. Yeah. Oh. So yeah, I was so I got there like because it was VIP, they I got in early, like towards the front, waited for like two hours until the show started. Oh god. Good thing you had that pizza. <laughs> yeah, good thing I had the pizza. But I was like, I was standing for a while, for the first hour and I'm like, why am I still standing? So I sat down with other people that were sitting down on the oh, floor. on the ground. Yeah. So, yeah. And then I started chatting with someone else that was there that also happened to be there by themselves. Oh, and then that's nice. um, essentially made friends. Shout out Chi Chi. Um, yeah, she's also an 89 liner. So it's nice. Wow. <laughs> hey. like, yeah. Uh, making friends with someone that is my age, not you know, How teenagers. Wonderful. Yeah. Exactly. So, uh, yeah, but then, you know, this show eventually started. Before the show actually started, we were both talking, like, what are you most excited about? Uh, for her, it was uh, Potapipam. And then mm-hmm. for me, I was like, I just want to see her play the bass. Oh, so, and- <laughs> yeah. So, Potapipam was like the third or fourth song. So, that was the nice. great. And then, yeah, halfway through the show, she was like, uh, so there's this stage that. Uh, Miane, which is her fandom, has been asking for for a long time, and then suddenly her manager brought out the bass oh, and handed oh, to her, yeah. and I was geeking out. So she did "What the Flower." Oh man, uh, not the second verse. So it was a shortened version. So "What the Flower," which is great, and then after that she did "Noir," but it was like a metal version of "Noir," cool. like a metal arrangement. So that one was really great um yeah and then just the whole the whole time the whole perform like the whole concert was incredible uh sunmi is truly a goddess amongst humans she is like that's fair to say beautiful but also the most endearing and bright and like sweetest like it like a lot of people a lot of like you could tell a lot of like performers Say like, oh, thank you to the fans. Happy to be here. Stuff like that. And just like out of sort of courtesy. And like, it's just like, you know, it's what performers say when they have fans. But then for her, there's like, there's like this earnestness that really comes through when she like talks to the crowd and stuff. Oh. It's yeah, it's it hits different. So it's really nice to see. Um, yeah, that's great. And uh, the performance of Tail is one of the oh, best yeah. things I've oh. seen live, honestly. It was so good. Um, Did she have backup? Da- I feel like yeah, I kept she, seeing. Okay, she, I just kept seeing yeah. like her by herself. No, she had six backup dancers for. Okay, good. Because that, that song, one of them, so much better, yeah. one of them, which is Cha Hyun Sung, who was oh, in nice. uh, Singles Inferno, Whoa. the yeah. one that got really popular from being so a cool. backup dancer. So, uh, yeah, it was really fun, really great, 
And um, if you get the chance to see Sunmi live, do it because she's really great. Dang. Oh, that sounds so. Uh, how was the air conditioning? It was fine. It's the Warfield, so. Okay. Good. I was up in front, but yeah, okay. I wasn't too. Yeah, I was, uh, too I was hot. worried you were gonna pass out. No, I'm good. I'm just, I'm just three, I feel pizzas. like that's just a thing now. Yeah. I was dehydrated <laughs> though. I was de- quite dehydrated. Oh no. Okay. Yeah. But uh, I made it through. Oh. Okay. Good. But yeah. But uh, yeah, it was fun. Fun concert. Made new friends. It, oh, and I did the high touch after. So. Oh, it was yeah. Kind of oh yeah, I forgot. So yeah. it's also like a high touch as well. So. I You're mean, actually able to touch, or is it like? Yeah, a I mean, I was expecting just like a high five, but then and they were just saying like, don't like do anything extra. But I think she wanted to like do more, so she would like interlock with oh. everyone's hands, like both. Yeah. Wow. But then for me, it was only one hand because I wanted to quickly say, "Hi, you're the reference photo for my first ever tattoo." So I showed her my tattoo, Beautiful. and then my phone background is also. Uh, the the one the reference photo. Ah. So I showed her that, and then she had like the most like the sweetest looking like That's oh, amazing. shocked but very happy and like like oh my god kind of faced it, and it was oh. a very it was a very joyful moment, and I geeked out a lot That's inside. Awesome. So I'm just waiting for the picture now because I took the picture like it was like six people at a time taking a picture with her. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So um, would you say that overall it was probably the best? experience k-pop ex- concert experience i mean it's, it's hard to beat 17 yeah i mean i'll yeah there's a, I, a lot of great concerts this year yeah. so i mean this is the only one where i actually like paid more for the vip pack yeah. and stuff so i guess like as an experience sure yeah um, yeah that's cool so did you uh did you invite Sunmi to appear on our show as a guest oh it was they barely had time to <laughs> talk about my tattoo that's the last thing on my mind, honestly. No, I, I don't. I, I don't think wow. I could ever I bring myself to. I know. Like really do that with it. Yeah. yeah. If anything, she should interview us on show to review or something. Yeah. All right. Well, it was great catching up with you guys. Um, I feel. I feel it's. It feels good to have the three of us back. I feel. I feel like my days without the podcast have now been like aimless. I'm like. What do I do on this night? No, I guess I have to um, be productive. I have to learn something. I like just hanging out with you guys. So Um, good to have all three of us back. Okay. And what an episode for us to come back to. My gosh. Could we have timed it any or more perfect? I don't know. But um, we... We do have a lot to go over for this um, for this week's episode, but it wouldn't be a normal How You Can Eat episode if we didn't go over all the other treats that you can, you know, dine on, nibble on for a little bit, you know, whatever. So in order to do that, I'm going to throw it to Steven, and he is going to give his long... Oh, wait, real quick. Did you... Listen to us try to do the specials of the week. It was awful. I I started. We really I actually, need you. I I know I left like f- the, the releases for that week. There was one week where you just left. You just like you like made it so cryptic. We had to like solve. It's like okay, is this the single or something? And man, we we need you. You should oh, never. <laughs> should always. You should never go to Europe. Like it was. It was, it was rough. rough. Oh okay. Yeah, we, we 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 scraped by, but. Um, I'm so happy to have you back. I, think, I just want to say that. I think I heard you guys do Rocket 
punch, and then I I, I think I turned the podcast off because that. it was so bad. Yeah, yeah, good, good, good. That's, that's all good. right. Okay, so uh, Stephen's special of the week. What do we have? All right. on the menu. Yeah, I feel like it's been a while since I've done this, but we have. As usual, I, I tallied them up. We have five new releases. Um, starting on Monday, uh, we have uh, the single album from Enmix. It's called Antwerp. Antwerp? <laughs> um, Antwerp. Um, it's, well... Is that Belgian? It's, it's German, and I'll explain, I guess. But the, the title track is called Dice... This is Enmix's second single album. Uh, yeah, the title, it's a German word that means uh, design, draft, or sketch. And wow. uh, the credits on this album, I think, or it, it seems like a coming together of just some, some hit makers with the 153 Joombus group and Jam Factory on lyrics, uh, The Hub and Armadillo and a few other composers um, working on yeah, song. Yeah, um, I, I I listened to it. I feel like we could spend an episode on the title track alone, and I'll just say I I think I I get it now, and I'm very excited about and mix. Uh, yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I like how you like. I get it now. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. I yeah. I think it's going to be actually a very intriguing future for them um, if they. Continue to do what I think they will do. Okay, that's that's where I'll stop on Enmix, but I think it's great. Um, next up, we have uh, a debut. It wouldn't be special without a debut. But uh, on Wednesday, there's a new girl group called POA. Um, they have a single album called Project On Air with the title track On Air Stand Up. Uh, they are a five-member girl group under Handmade and Korea Music Group, and they were formed through the Annotainer World Korea 2022 pageant. And the source for all that is, uh, trust me, bro, I just found it on the website. It seems true, but everything was in Korean when I clicked on it. And I, but uh, I did find out a little bit more about them one of the members, Yubin, is a former member of the groups Camila, 1NB, and Leisha. And the member Rhea uh, was a member of the group Botopass, who, who disbanded on August 25th. So a little less than a month ago. Um, so yeah, she's, they're both uh, re-debuting with uh, POA or Project On Air. Credits on this song include Shin Insu. Master Key, Idawon, the MUMW production group, and the album seems to be distributed by the Recording Industry Association of Korea. So good luck to POA. These that sounds like the most generic like music produ- production labels and everything. Like that. I yeah, I am I I'm kind of just interested to know more about where they came from and how they formed. Uh, Their music video is also on the RIAK's YouTube channel. Um, Yeah, it's very interesting. Um, Yeah, good luck to them. Um, Next up on Thursday, we have a single from Crush. 
It's called Rush Hour and it's featuring J-Hope. This is Crush's last release uh, since almost two years ago. Like maybe sounds familiar, but uh, for, since, and that release was his mini album of duets called With Her in October, 2020. Um, he has featured on some other songs since. Um, Crush wrote the song with Penomeko and Hong Sojin, who's worked with Crush before, as well as Sam Kim and IU, uh, among others. But yeah, I am just excited for more like Crush and hopefully some more Crush yeah. in the future. That, that means he's, is he back with the military official? Oh, I guess so. <laughs> oh, actually, yeah, I, I didn't make that up. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Oh, man, that's exciting. Um, and our last two releases are on Friday. We have another debut of sorts. Uh, it's the singer Chan Mina with a single called Don't Go featuring the rapper Ash Island. Uh, and this is Chan Mina's Korean debut. Um, she actually is an artist from Japan and re- released her first song in Japan in 2016. Uh, Chan Mina is Korean Japanese. So I think her mother's Korean and her father's Japanese. Uh, and reportedly planned to move to Korea to become a musician after hearing Big Bang's uh, Haru Haru when it came out, wow. um, but was convinced uh, to stay in Japan and, and start her music career there, which, and then she, she did become uh, kind of pretty popular. Um, she's previously worked with some K-pop artists, including Block B and uh, Taeyeon on their Japanese releases, uh, and was also on the, song, uh, the Best Friend remix alongside uh, Jamie. But yeah, this is Chanmina's first Korean uh, release. So that's pretty, I think that's going to be really interesting. Uh, so good luck to Chanmina in, in Korea, I suppose. Um, that's fun. So yeah. I just wanted to quickly say like how fortunate for her to know both. I'm sure she knows she's pretty fluent in both languages. So Yeah, and I think English both, too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, come on. That's like the perfect trifecta, trilingual fecta. And lastly, on Friday, also, we have a mini album from the singer uh, and uh, songwriter Sunwoo Jung-a. It's called Studio X One Phase. And the title track is called Black Coffee and it's featuring Woo Won-jae. So uh, Sunwoo Jung-a has been featured on songs uh, for IU and Epic High is written for IU and Lehigh, uh, G Dragon 21, uh, but has been releasing music all the while. So I don't think she's really like an unknown or a household name, but I think kind of a highly regarded figure in the, the music scene. And also just seems like the coolest person. Um, so go, go check that out. She has a, a really cool voice if, if you're not familiar. But yeah, I, I'm kind of excited because I haven't listened to her a lot, but uh, would love to get into her music more. But um, yeah, so that's Sunwoo, Jung-A, and uh, that rounds out my specials of the week. Well, yummers, Stephen. That is awesome. So much, So much better than... Uh, me, uh, so well, Alamark, you're great, but so much better than me. Thank you at the specials, but it's great to have you back. Um, okay, Alamark. Yes. I don't know how big, how long this rundown is going to be, but I'm going to need it. It has been a long time since we have talked about this group. In fact, wow. you will probably mention it in your rundown, um, but. We have 
we have a special place for this group in our hearts. Um, but I'm, I'm hoping you'll explain a little bit further. So uh, without for further ado, Alan Mark, would you give us the rundown on this week's episode? Sure thing. All right. So, uh, yeah, we'll be discussing the latest from Blackpink, of course. So, I think the best way to address what Blackpink's been up to since their last album release, the album that was covered in our first ever episode. Wow. Oh, my our God. first episode. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I think the best thing to do is uh, let's check in with each member. So, uh, Rose had a solo debut with the single album R back in March 2021, which we did cover on our 17th episode. Uh, the single On the Ground would net her first solo music show win on March 24th on Show Champion. Uh, then she would end up totaling six music show wins during the song's promotions. Uh, Lisa would also make her solo debut on September 10th, 2021. With the single album La Lisa featuring the single of the same name and its B-side Money, which was all over TikTok, uh, with people dancing to Jesse's Who That Be choreography. Or yeah, it was weird. It was fun though. Uh, but yeah, but La Lisa would go on to win the MTV Video Music Award for Best K-pop Video this year, becoming the first solo K-pop idol to win a VMA. Uh, and then she was also featured on the song SG in collaboration with DJ Snake. Ozuna, and Megan Thee Stallion that following October. Then Jisoo starred in the JTBC drama Snowdrop in 2021, uh, which was also released on Disney+. Plus, and that role earned her the Outstanding Korean Actress Award at the Seoul International Drama Awards. Uh, yeah, there's a lot more also that's going on with that drama. Yeah. Uh, criticisms and all that. Uh, I'll just let y'all read about that. There's a lot there. So, um, And then Jenny... Well, uh, Jenny's also been around. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, but I mean, she's going to be in an upcoming HBO drama series titled "The Idol," which is uh, re- getting released in November. But other than that, I mean, she has. I know you. You like stuff. built. You, you had so many accolades, and then you're like, Jenny's, Jenny's been around. She already had a chilling. solo debut years ago. So, um, anyway. Other than that, they released the documentary Blackpink Light Up the Sky that premiered on Netflix on October 14th, 2020, as well as the theatrically released Blackpink the Movie on August 4th, 2021. Uh, And then in 2022, they held a virtual in-game concert in PUBG Mobile in July. Oh, yeah. uh, that That performance also included the new track Ready to Love. Uh, then in July, they finally announced the upcoming release of the second album. Uh, it was preceded by the pre-release single Pink Venom. That was released on August 19th, as well as the announcement of their world tour. And they also performed at the 2022 MTV Video Music Awards on August 15th. Then on September 16th, they released Born Pink, their second album featuring the single Shut Down. Uh, a song that also features a sample of Paganini's piece, La Campanella. And uh, yeah, we're going to discuss that. So let's go. Let's get it. All right. We will be talking about Born Pink. Eight tracks, technically seven maybe, depending on who you want to consider. Uh, oh. Because one's a solo song. Um, and yeah, um, uh, well... While you were um, 
going through that rundown, I was fidgeting with my copy of Board Pink. Wow. That oh. I will open as we talk. I, I, like I, I, I proceed to get the black I version. Huh? I do, I think. <laughs> Maybe. But this, this is the last of... Um, but now I gotta get end mixes. Jeez. Great, guys. This is what happens. have to do any of this. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so fun. Like, it mm. just... It's so fun to like open these boxes and get all these little little prizes as you open them. Anyway, I haven't opened it yet. I'll open it as we uh, as we talk, or maybe I'll open it at the end of the pod. Okay. Um, Stephen, I think I think the people want to hear your voice the most. Um, do I mean, they? <laughs> they do. They okay. Do. Um, because uh, we're gonna start with track number one entitled. Pink Venom. And um, Steven, are you all about that Pink Venom? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I think it was kind of what I was expecting for a lot of it. And then it was also different from what I was expecting too from a Blackpink single. That's a good way to talk about Um, it. Yeah. And I, I guess I didn't. I, I yeah. When it came out, I realized it. Oh, this is early before the album comes out, and mm-hmm. it's. I guess it's not really the single, but it really felt like the lead because of how long it's I been mean, and just then. how yeah how it how it sounded too, and just the the wait for it. Um, I guess I'll I'll start by with like. Just saying how great I think the traditional instruments are, sound on this, um, and I, I always I actually really always like that. I think whenever I hear it in a K-pop song, um, so yeah, I love those uh, that zither. And by the way, I should mention in in Brussels, I went to the Museum of Musical Instruments. Um, and I learned the names of many instruments. So I'm just gonna I'm prepared to just start Lex, uh, Lex right mentioning uh, the. Nickel Harpa, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, or the Hardingfelle. Um, so yeah, once I start mentioning things, like oh, that sounds like maybe a, a diatonic accordion. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's just simply from me looking at my pictures of the, from the museum. Um, but uh, yeah, okay. Um, aside from that, I I guess it started off like I th- I think Jenny. She she came in. I thought she was like just really pulling no punches at that point. And she came in uh, the way I thought like uh, she would sound on one of their singles. Um, I even thought I almost heard her say like a a talk instead of talk. Like one of her talks sounded like talk, uh, like a New York style. Yeah. <laughs> but um, other than, like I think I don't know. It's, after that, um, I think that chorus, it it's it's it was more understated uh, than I thought it would be from what I was hearing so far. Uh, but I liked the the bounce it had. Uh, it was just I am not really sure. I really like it. Um, I think it's. I think I guess it fits. Song, but I, I just I'm not really sure that I, I, I like it that much. Um, and yeah, I, I 
do like the second verse far as I, I kind of, yeah, I, I don't know. I want to hear, I actually okay. want to hear what you guys <laughs> want to say about this song. Al, Mark, what did you think about this song? Yeah, I think more or less the same. It was, a, it was, I guess, unexpected in the sense of I was expecting a lot more bombastic like we're used to. Yeah. But it's also still very much expected in the sense of it is, it fits the Teddy Park formula to yep. a T. Yeah, uh, it's a uh, it's a Jenny and Lisa verse as it pre-chorus of Rose Jisoo to a more chanty chorus, and then uh, lather rinse repeat those three, and then to uh, a chanty outro. Yep, because he does not like bridges or final yeah. choruses. No, he does not. Um, but yeah, I, I there are elements I did like. I. Like I mean, the same thing Stephen mentioned, the instrumentation, that traditional Korean uh, gaigum, I think. I always say it's a gaigum. Prob- um, and you you how- sure it's not called the Flukin Horgan? Nope. I am very sure. Okay. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, and then this, as it continued on, it was hitting like a lot of like, it sounded like more Middle Eastern inspired things, or maybe it's just they're using a pentatonic scale that's very common in those. That's the, what I was getting style. at. Uh, if I could yeah. jut in real quick, I, I, I mean, I, I, I only it took me to watch the video to realize that they were using the uh, traditional Korean string instrument because mm-hmm. for for me it just sounded like they were pulling a lot of the same samples that they get from Splice, which is the Middle East, the cashmere pack. Like, like I just feel like maybe they did start with the traditional string, but then they went deep, like, more of, like, yeah, you're right, the with the scales, you're saying. Um, uh, but anyway, sorry, I just wanted to... Yeah. No, I, yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, that was my first thought, too. Um, but, I mean, going to the chorus, because I think that is probably the main point of contention mm-hmm. also with this song. I also don't like it quite much. Yeah. It's like, it is cool and bounce. The thing, okay, I don't like it. When I first heard it, I was like, hmm. And then I was like, hmm, don't think I like this. But every now and then, this unprompted, yeah. just always, like, all of a sudden, like, I'm doing something like washing dishes or I'm like, like, like databasing some spreadsheets at work and it's like I uh, my brain just goes this that pink venom this that pink venom this that pink venom and I yeah, it's it, just it, there it. and I can't do anything about it so I guess that is Teddy Park you succeeded this time um great points all around gentlemen I agree with all of that um but I I have to point out that while well okay so if I could add I I kind of agree with you Alan Mark how there were specific moments in the song that I did like overall I feel like it's I had no idea it was just a jumbled mishmash of random song like styles I just feel like I kept being pulled into so many different ways um Especially with the random, like, almost, like, 90s G-Funk rap break in the middle. Like, that just kind of, like... I mean, it was cool. It was really cool to hear um, a a Gen Lisa rap. Um, But it just just felt like, why is this here? Like, what? Where am... Okay, can we go back to the... 
the Middle Eastern sounding um, uh, beat. But um, yeah, other than that, I, I kind of, I'm in the same boat as you guys where I really like the chorus, but I don't know why I like it. It just, I like it some, I, I, I don't like it when I see it as like a TikTok viral dance thing. But then I like it when I'm just like humming it in my head. Um, like it's just so catchy and I just can't, can't help to sing it. But, but yeah, um, yeah, I'm, I, I, I'll probably touch more on this song as I talk about the other songs uh, in the album. But yeah, this, this felt like, hey, remember Blackpink? This is the kind of sound that you're used to. So like, Let's give you what you're used to. Um, let's do the very, like you're saying, very expected format for the song. Um, because um, we need to transition you to the next phase of Blackpink, which is what I'll talk about later. <laughs> so this is just the, the, um, the reminder song, I feel like. And in ways, the next song will also be like that. But, but yeah, I, I just felt like um, you had to give the Blinks what they want. I don't even know if they want this, but you had to give, like, after, like, a year, like, two years or something like that, so. Yeah. Yeah, you just, yeah, you just had to remind people, like, this is what Blackpink sounds like. Um, and then you could flip it if you want, so. It's, yeah. <clears throat> it makes sense why it was the first song that came out, because, again, um, they needed to remind people, but, um, I think as we kind of go along, uh, I for sure will have much better things to say. <laughs> so that's that's all. Um, should we touch on the music video, or is there any other music um, notes you want to point out? Yeah, I mean, I, I wanted okay. to just mention what I liked about that that second verse, uh, yeah, yeah, specifically yeah. just like the the lyrics there. I, I liked how it was like punchlines for for Lisa. Yeah. She said, "Black paint and ammo." I love that felt like there was a setup and then the punchline. So like black paint and ammo, then the punch is got bodies like Rambo. And then I, she did that a couple of times. Uh, and then there's that slight contrast in, in style, I guess, from, from Jenny, who had a really cool uh, rhyme scheme with the diamonds shine and drive in silence, like all of that internal oh, rhyme there. Um, but then she also ended her verse with uh, a punch with a, uh, we got bodies on bodies, like this is slow dance. So I, I kind of, I like that style of writing for this. Yeah. It, it fit the beat, but I also agree about the, 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 why that choice of beat in that section. And I think I also mentioned it in the video as well. It, it just mm -hmm. felt bizarre to me. Yeah, it, it felt like, to me, it felt like, oh, this is a way to try to make it sound different than usual. Yeah. But then, I don't know. It's also like we we hear Frankenstein's like songs a lot now that it's like it doesn't it's like does it feel special? Not really. Yeah. It's just like a oh here's a rap break and just like a rollback rap style with that that G funk synth, which I wish was a bit more G funky. If mm -hmm. we we're really gonna go. Yeah. There. Um. So yeah, honestly, I like for it being like. A section that sticks out compared to the rest of the song. I often forget that it's in there when I'm. Yeah, I didn't even. I, I honestly didn't know it was there until I started listening to the song for the album or for the episode. Because I just all I hear is this that pink venom, constantly. <laughs> so, but yeah. 
Um, yeah. And then it ends with, like you're saying, the very traditional bombastic YG. Like, I, I wouldn't call it like the party track, like the party outro, but it is definitely just the, the more chanty. Yeah. Well, this like, one's not even like, I think it's too s- slow of a tempo to be like party anthem either. Oh, that's and not, that and hasn't it's like not YG before. And it's not bombastic either. It's yeah. like it's still, yeah. they didn't add a lot to the production to make it, it sound mean. larger. It's just like, yeah, I don't know. It's so, if you're like sort of fitting this with the rest of the other songs that fit their, <clears throat> the, the Teddy Park uh, formula, it's like, I don't think it really sticks out a lot compared yeah. to the stuff that came out no. before because we've heard much better versions of this already. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so, I mean, we, we kind of touched upon the music video I don't think there's anything standout-ish to me. About I like it. I like most of the styling. I would say. Oh like, yeah, yeah. I think generally the the styling is pretty good. I think that's what they've succeed the most, like consistently. I'd say, like especially with I think it was Jisoo playing the instrument. Oh yeah, yeah. <clears throat> like she looked cool. The Jenny's red outfit in that verse too. Um, I like the. Um, not the the second chorus. I like the styling there too. It's a bit more like instead of like a um like a bunch of different things all at once. But I thought the pieces actually worked kind of well. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I liked like that's the stuff that I I think generally liked. But I mean, just as the songs formulate too, it's also like. YG music videos are also very formulaic, mm-hmm. where it's like each individual member has their own like yeah box that they're in for each of their parts and then they come together for the choreography chorus and then back to their boxes in the verses and then all together again and then dance break at the end it's like yeah yeah and it's like i don't i know lovesick girls was different two years ago i think that's like really like where it was like a bit different but it's like i know it's it's like we're seeing a lot of the same things, yeah. which is unfortunate because this is a two-year return for them. It's like I want to see a little, you know. But that's that's just that's me. I'm, yeah, I'm just oh, that's me being too. more critical yeah. this year than ever on on this on this podcast. They have a lot to compete with this year for sure. So the bar is set very high. And yeah. if they if they're like kind of derivative with their videos, it's kind of like okay, cool. We've seen it before. There was one thing that stuck with me about the video. It was also, I guess you could say, styling related. But it is in that uh, middle rap section. Uh, specifically, Jenny wearing the black Manchester United shirt. And <laughs> <laughs> when I, a, when I saw a... that, it, uh, I said, this is uh, a massive L for Jenny, massive W <laughs> for Manchester United. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the time, it was the season had just started for them. They lost their first two matches. And then after the video came out, they went on to win their next four. So they wow. <laughs> have been wow. undefeated they the, since. Yeah. They got the Jenny Kim bump. Yeah. That's, wow. That's, but, that's, that's yeah. incredible. But Jenny, <laughs> Jenny, I guess, is now a menu. And then Sunmi has been a vocal. Man City fan, so uh, 
that's Whoa. that's interesting. <laughs> yeah, they, they, I would love to see them at the uh, the Manchester Derby together. <laughs> that would be fun. Um, but yeah, I guess I, I kind of called that uh, styling. Uh, hold on, I'll wait for a second. Um, yeah, I, the, like that styling, I thought with that old kind of hip hop kind of styling, I, I just considered it like rhythm ta revival, uh, that whole scene. So... <laughs> Ring a ring a ling over <laughs> it, it has to stay in the family. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a YG family after all. Oh, incredible. Okay, so um, that that song got uh, pre-released or got <clears throat> debuted in um, August, August fifteenth, August sixth. I don't. I forget. But the real true single of this. The lead single, I guess, of this album is track number two, entitled Shut Down. And so, Al Mark, it is now your turn. Um, yes. What did you think about this? This, um, well, I mean, you mentioned the, the sample. What did you think about this hip-hop with the classical sample in the background so, kind of a song? Yeah, it seems like, you know, big groups are using, uh, diving into <laughs> classical or some samples God, they're, the, for their returns. Talk about retro, like real, like yeah, about, right. like the the origin, like the origins of music almost. Uh, yeah, or like you know, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think for this song it was interesting because I think eventually it does also fit that Teddy Park formula. Yeah. But what stuck out to me not only the the sample, but um, the songs all in. Three fourths time, which I thought, okay, that's different because rarely do you hear a K-pop single be in three fourths. Uh, so I was like, okay, cool. This is like, even though it fits that same like formula, it is like I like that they did a little something a little different. Um, and also with that too, like they kept that sample throughout the entire song pretty mm-hmm. much. So. It's like it's not like section, 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 section. It did feel like it was like uh, cohesive from beginning to end. So I was like, okay, okay, Teddy, you 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 did better with this one. And I think I do like I do like listening to this song, um, like every when it does come on. So um, I do think it was like a quite the improvement in single releases. So um, yeah, but other than that, I don't know if there's many to too many standout portions because it does rely a lot on that sample and flowing through it. Um, but yeah, I know. I just I have more notes. It's a lot more visual notes though. So I, want to hear I have a lot to say about the music video, but for me, mm-hmm. I, I agree. I, I do like this song much better than Pink Venom, even though <clears throat> we, we have yet again another um, repetitive, catchy hook. With the whip it, whip it, whip it. Um, but I like that. I don't know. I kind of... I liked... Because you mentioned the three-fourthsness. I, I made a note that I really love the waltziness feel. To, like, it made me want to, like... It was, like, swinging me around like a waltz. Um, and I don't know. I think that minuscule difference between Pink Venom and this song made it sound more engaging and different to me that I I I like this as the more girl crush concept. Or like this doesn't feel like 
I, I don't know. This feels more badass to me, I think. I don't know. With the whole classical sample going on in the background. So, um, yeah. I I truly like that. And um, if I could point out a favorite part, I really love... I mean, Lisa will still be, like, my bias. But as far as, like, the group goes and, like, vocal and just being in the songs, I'm just, like, I, I can't deny the fact that I'm just like a Jisoo and uh, Rose stan. Like anytime you get... Do they have an official combo? G Jisoo? They all have a... I mean, they, yeah, I don't know what theirs is. Yeah. They might use... Maybe what's Rose's real name? Or her birth Jay name? Yeah, they, Jay Young, I, yeah. I wonder if they use that. Jisoo? I don't know. Oh, oh wow. Anyway. Yeah, I don't know. Someone please <laughs> kindly correct us. Yeah. Um, kindly yeah. keyword. So, um, yes. So, yeah, I, I do. I think that was the smart choice to make this really the lead single for the album. Um, because, because I think the classical sample, again, as I talked about with Pink Venom, is giving, just, just alluding to what we're about to listen to, I think, for the rest of the tracks, the B-sides for sure. Um, like, it's, it's, it's not, doesn't change up the formula for Blackpink that much. Like you're saying, Mark still fits the same um, sequences uh, or arrangement style, but I, I felt, I felt like I, I, I was paying attention more because I, it sounded, I mean, it just sounded so different to me. Like, I don't know. I wasn't used to. I wasn't ready for to hear this sound from Blackpink, and I, I, I think that was a good thing. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Stephen, did you like this song better than Pink Venom? Yeah, I, I agree with you guys. Like, I am right, I'm right there with you, and um, I really like the classical sample that they used here. Uh, I, I will also note when I learned that it was Paganini. Um, I thought that was a really good choice of composer because Paganini, Paganini is like synonymous with virtuosity uh, as both a, a player and a composer. And I, I think that's maybe a little like subtext about who Blackpink is. Like they're good at everything they do. That's kind of what they're trying to suggest. Like I, I love that the song was just really built around that theme and you heard it in a few different octaves. At the end, I think like either they just played the notes on a different instrument, like on the on their keys, or they had really manipulated the sample. But like, I, I just wanted to kind of go into this really quickly. <laughs> and uh, wow, I actually know I can't play. I, I started I started taking my own lessons last week. Oh, I'm recording so, this. Oh no, I I cannot play. I can't even play uh, a note yet. I can only play the open strings. That's uh, fine. Yeah, yeah. and it's. The, the tuning is actually E, A, D, G from high to low. So, yeah. That's like, that's about all, all I can do. But yeah, I can't even like, <laughs> I have to keep my, I don't even know how to keep my bow straight. And like, I, this is, I, I, I don't know how to play a note when I put my finger on the, the neck or the fingerboard. This is like the worst sound in the world. <laughs> 
But yeah, I just okay, started. Chuck, Chuck clipped that so I could uh, sample that. But yeah, he's recording. Eventually, we'll I will um, be able to play the third movement from Paganini's Violin Concerto Number no. Two. Uh, All right, we'll come back yeah. when when Blackpink comes back in two years from now. Yeah, uh, you should be able to play at least that, that <laughs> little like four note like, yeah. ditty. Um, I, nothing could have prepared so. <clears throat> Listeners, Stephen busted out a very beautiful violin out of nowhere. He was ready. He had it ready to go. He pulled it up and put it right up to his his shoulder and his uh his cheek or neck or chin, whatever. Um, but oh, he's even he's even holding it with just his, his because neck. that's how it's supposed to be. I didn't know that. It, like oh yeah, you don't you, really support, support it with your hand. Yeah. Yeah. It's instrument they're they're like it's so yeah, it's difficult <laughs> but yeah. it's so fun uh yeah there are no shortcuts I'm, well, here well i'm glad uh shutdown inspired you to pick up the violin we'll like, say that were, it, yeah 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 <laughs> okay um uh if you guys want to talk more about i feel like that's a good way to end the discussion of the song itself um unless you guys have anything to say um, I would love to just quickly touch upon the music video and how oh, of course. how we cheeky have to. I think it was. we have to. We yeah. have to. Okay. So if you haven't seen the music video for Shutdown, um, it's almost it's it's best if you well it's better if you have been with Blackpink mm-hmm. for a very long time because I think every single shot was a recreation, right? Yeah, it refer- yeah, every uh, one of their music videos is pretty much referenced at some point. Yes. Yeah. And it's it was like it was so familiar when I was watching it. I was going like, "Wait. Isn't that?" And then I started like reading up on it and yeah, like there's the there's was it Jenny on the tank? I yeah, I think yeah. the fact that they started with that uh with that bedazzled tank in the beginning yeah. was a very direct like, "Oh, we're going to reference things here." Yeah, because that was a very memorable scene. From was it kill this love or do 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 do? It was do 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 do. All right, thanks, Stephen. Yeah, um, yeah. You so, need you need the metal version. Yeah. yeah. So it's like okay, yeah, and then uh, right after that was Lisa with that uh, with that vehicle from uh, Bumbaya. So it's like oh yeah, that's what they're doing. So, yeah. yeah, and I liked it because it was. I don't know exactly what they were alluding to, but. Maybe in a way, it, it, what I was interpreting it as, as like, here's the Blackpink that you know, but here's like an elevated, more distinct version of that. Um, so, I don't know if that's what they were trying to get across. Well, yeah, but, I, but, yeah. I had an interpretation. And I think, Chuck, you were, you were even almost suggesting this, I think, earlier on. Uh, yeah. But because they shut, they closed the door. They, it was like in a storage facility. Yeah. So, they put everything in the the YG vault. I felt like that was kind of a signal about maybe they're leaving their K-pop roots behind. And uh, it's still there, but like they're moving on. I I think that that was kind of something I was thinking after listening to the the whole album. Um, I forgot about the storage doors. Yeah, I mean, I thought of it more as not so much they were like, shutting behind their K-pop era, but of more like 
Like, this is what we did in the past. And then now it's time for us to, like, we're going to elevate. Because at the end, they go up in an elevator. And then there's literally only, I think, the the button, there's only an up button. So it's Mm. them. It's like, all right, we, this is where we were at. But then there's still, like, this is where we could still go from here. It's still only up from here. So I don't think, yeah. They're, like, leaving it behind since it's, like, you know, these are the great things we did. But it's only going to get better from here. I think they did not, they didn't shut uh, Rosé sitting on top of the the earth. I don't think they put that behind a door. So, like, (laughs) I I think that's still the saying. We're going to be on top. Yeah. 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 Um, I loved, I don't know, I forget which music video, but Jisoo in front of her face, which I think was the, her in front of the other face. Was it like, oh yeah, the one that was with the, yeah, no, I forgot which one that was. That was also, that was one where they were, there was like the paparazzi and then like Mm -hmm. she trips in the video. Um, yeah, Yeah, it was straight from that. But in this one, what, she, she, she had the camera, right? I think she was taking the yeah. picture. So, yeah, I, uh, I, I, I also had a little reclaiming her own power. Yeah, there. just who's controlling the, the the image there. So, um, that was what. We had, yeah, we had Rose in a car. I was just like, she's always in a car. Always she wasn't crying car. this time. She so. wasn't. She wasn't There's crying. Improvement there. She wasn't crying. Yeah, I know. Time. She's doing so good. Um, what else? Yeah. Uh, um, oh wait, we were talking about Jisoo. I did. I thought. I loved watching her this music video. She's the one that stuck out to me the most, especially yeah. with the uh, like her dancing. I think was like, oh, like I loved watching her, especially during her part of the chorus in the second chorus. Like she was doing the body rolls were like on point. Oh yeah, the she, hits she, were like she was killing in the she choreo. Had the bu- she and was feet. Yeah, she usually doesn't like stick out as much <clears throat> because like I mean Lisa's right there, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I thought yeah, yeah she had like, a lot of moments in the front. Yeah. Yeah, she was killing it here. Yeah. You uh, you watching all the, the references, Steven? <laughs> no. Um, so, yeah, I I mean, I, I thought, yeah, <laughs> I I mean, it was just fun to take a trip yeah. down memory lane and um, have like be reminded, but also like. They, they were doing their own new advance or evolved version. Yeah. Um, Wait, wasn't even that opening shot, that was also from Playing With Fire, I think. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. That, Lisa think, on the... Second, her second voice, Bruce, was also in that... Yeah, uh, that a little pier. pier yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah but instead shot, of being yeah. on fire, it was raining. So that was cool. So Yeah, yeah but... I think the yeah. second... Uh, there's also... Like a lot of playing with fire references. There's the umbrella that Jisoo had. Mm-hmm. I think uh, Jenny in the bathtub with the matchstick as well. Yeah, there was a lot of direct. It was very direct. Yeah, yeah. So cool. Okay. Well, <clears throat> you guys have anything else you want to say about the shutdown? Okay. okay. We'll shut down this conversation then about that song. Okay, um, I think we can squeeze at least one or two. No, let's squeeze one more. How about that? Before we uh, go to break. Okay, so my turn. Track number three, Type a Girl. This, well, first off, 
I liked how we went from the classical um, classical sample to this intro sample because it almost sounded like a harpsichord or you know like it almost sounded like an instrument that would be played by uh, by Mozart or something I just pulled a random composer I don't know I don't even know if he liked the harpsichord or whatever but I liked how it I don't think they were intentionally trying to like transition you into this song but I just thought it was a nice touch because what then proceeded was such a nasty, dirty, grimy beat. And I was just like, oh, what is this sound? And this is kind of when I started going like, who is this group? Like, what is going on? Like, I, I see that we get an, an expl- like, uh, explicit yeah. tag too. And I'm just like, what? This is, this is crazy. What's happening? And um and yeah I I from this point on I just pretty much pretty much like started falling in love with this entire album like it just even though it has a very typical YG Teddy like like I don't what is that instrument the the it's like a lead synth that yeah like some sort of weight yeah. Yeah, just that that's that's very that sounds like every single YG song um, or every single Blackpink song also. Yeah. But I was just noting this, uh Teddy's not on this one. This one's a this Becca Boom. Becca song. Boom. This oh, Becca never mind. Boom sorry. Direction. Sorry, Becca Boom. Okay. Well, if you're trying to channel Teddy, good job. But um but okay, sorry, Becca. Um but yeah, that that beat basically like hooked me and just like made me made me stick to the song. I I just fell in love with it. It was just so it was so good. I don't know why. It was just that's all I need to hear. And then especially with the um kind of like the um I think there was like a muted piano sample going on um as well. But anyway, I I thought this was a very a very great um like uh I guess rap centric uh song to kind of still ground you in like the like the toughness and hardness of Blackpink and everything um but yeah I is that all I wrote jeez okay that's all I wrote for this song um let me think of it more as we kind of keep talking about it but uh mm-hmm. but yeah I just thought as all these different samples and effects started happening I just thought it was just it, it gave it such a a dark darkness to it that I really enjoyed. Yeah. Um, Steven, what do you think? You know, I I actually didn't really care for this song all that much. Um, I, I I was reminded of both Pretty Savage and How You Like That uh, with some of the instruments they chose. And I think like if I wanted to hear a song or like this uh, mood, I would, I would more likely just put on one of those. Um, and I, I guess yeah. this song also, it, it feels yeah. very, yeah, I, I guess I like those songs more, but. Uh, oh, I. <laughs> oh, yep, no. Totally, Steven. Okay. Your face totally keep. Oh, no. Uh, this is not good. <laughs> they heard him. They heard him talking. <laughs> <laughs> They, they took him out. They shut him down. Well, 
Um, we'll come back to Steven. He's having some technical difficulties. So Alan Mark, I don't know if you're ready to talk about the song. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sound like Steven was not… He could have heard better versions of this type of song. Um, but what did you think about yeah, Type of Girl? I think I'm pretty… Um, like… Ah. Let me see yeah. if I'm going to use this word correctly. Um, nope, nope. That's not… Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's fine. I don't really have much of an opinion on it. Um, yeah, that… I mean that… There's something about, I guess, the production of it. And the vocal performance of it for me that felt uh, like a musical. And I feel like I've mentioned that about a lot of different yeah. types of songs. Like uh, I think the villain from Girls' Generation and uh, another I- idol song as well. But this one is like… It feels like a sinister like mm-hmm. antagonist song. Oh yeah. Like, like, like preparing a- to… Uh, like they're scheming up their plan to ruin <laughs> the, the main characters and whatever they're trying to do like um you know but yeah other than that like i don't have much of an opinion on it i don't dislike it but i'm like i don't think i don't like it too much either it's just like a song but um i didn't realize <laughs> this is also a song that's all in english as well so mm-hmm. um and yeah I, I think we we will probably be mentioning that a lot because um this is I don't, I don't remember what the album was like, like mm-hmm. language-wise. But this one very much feels like targeted towards the international audience. Like mm-hmm. it's… I, I feel like there's an equal amount of English to Korean. If not more yeah. English, I feel like. Yeah. I think… Yeah. So um, clearly… Clearly they're… If we're if you're going back to the whole, um, uh, if you're talking about the whole Blackpink leaving their K-pop aside, they're they're. I think this this album for sure and this song um, marks like or is a, a good indicator of that. So yeah, I guess so. But it's also, I mean, they've done English songs in the past. Yeah, well. yeah, yeah. Their their last album too was that that. I mean, they're. Yeah, they're essentially like a global group at this point. So yeah. that's I think that's a fair assessment too. Yeah. Um, okay. We will yeah. get Steven's opinion in a little bit. Yeah. Well, he he just he messaged us saying that his internet is down. So yep. <laughs> uh, we will try to figure out what's going to happen there. Okay. So, <clears throat> well, if if I'll, I'll just record this now, just for the sake of it. Um, we will. I'll probably fill in this part with Steven's thoughts um, um, later, but I think it's a good time to take a break. So, yep. When we come back, we will have a game, maybe brought to you by Steven, and we'll talk about the remaining five. Oh boy, five <laughs> five tracks on the album. So stick around. We'll see you on the B side. I don't need your love like I didn't 
get out, get out, get out of my face. I don't need your love like I did All right, welcome back to the B side. As you already know, we like to play a game when we come back from break. And it's been a while since we played a game, I feel like. And this week's game is brought to you by none other than Steven, who in fact also gave us the game for episode one when we first did Black Things. So it comes full circle. Oh man. I'm so really I'm really happy it turned it worked out this way. So Steven, I have watched every single YouTube video. I know the the view count of Okay, perfect. If that's the game, I'm ready. Well, if if it's not, that's okay still. So, Steven, take it away. Yeah, I I, I have a new game. I, I kind of forgot that I did the first ever game for our show. I know it's for Blackpink. Um, but I have a, a pretty quick game for us. Um, and if you did watch the videos, that does help in a way. Um, but I have this very, very simple game that I am calling Blank Black Pink in Your Area. In, in quotes. It, it's a very simple premise. Uh, as we all know, and many of the songs, Blackpink says their uh, iconic uh, tagline, Blackpink in your area. So what is going to happen is I will play the clip leading up to that point for a different song, and then you guys will just have to guess or tell me who is about to say the line uh, in that song. Um, and each member will be will have said it at least once, so they'll be the correct answer at least once. Uh, but someone will have multiple, uh, <laughs> will be the correct answer multiple times. Um, so yeah, does that make sense? Any, any questions? Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> uh, I think, I hope, like playing the little clip up until the point will jog your memory a bit. Um, But we shall just start. Yes, I have something to record your guesses and then we'll do it like we always do. Um, So clip number one, we're going to start here. And it, it comes right in right there. So... Which one of the four says black pink in your area? Oh my god. Why am I forgetting this? That's okay. I'll, I'll choose a random one. Lori just watched the video. I know. I, <laughs> I just completely forgot. And there were a couple songs where they say it a few times, but you have to, but I picked a certain one and you'll have to guess who it was on that one. That, that would be the right person. Okay, so um, uh, I'll go to number two. Okay. Are you guys good? Okay. Number two is. <laughs> so you heard one voice there. Are they the same person? Number three. Uh, 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 so 
Oh, that was oh pretty God, savage. Wow. Like, <laughs> I feel like I, I will always hear, I can hear it, but then I just don't know. It's been yeah. a while since I've, like, actually caught the tag or caught the lines. Um, but man. Uh, so, uh, okay. That one, oh, that one was pretty savage, but uh, I guess I'll, I can name the songs for the next ones. So for Boombaya, that was in the middle. Um, maybe the, remembering the video will help. A supersonic. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, okay. What did that? What did that? Number five. This one is. Yeah, I think visual cues help a lot. Um, but that, yeah, that one was for how you like that. I feel awful. <clears throat> I forgot to hit record. Oh, that's so. I'll oh, just, okay. I just need the. the cl- oh the man. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Oh man. Oh, that's okay. That's unfortunate. I'll, I'll start recording now. If anything, just play it all again, and then I can take it from there. Okay. Um, are we good with that one? All right, we can play them again later. But uh, number six. <clears throat> wow. So that was from uh, As If It's Your Last. Long, long time ago. Um, <laughs> and then, yeah, number seven. Um, this is a very short clip from actually a cover they did, but they still say their their name. Maybe I'll do that one one more. Who's that breathing? Okay. (laughs) Uh, And then the last one is from a promotional song they did uh, from a Samsung commercial. Uh, And here I edited the voice. I just pitched it down so it's not obvious because they say, hey. But here we go. Number eight. But yeah, some one of them does say their line right after that. Um, shall I go through any? <laughs> no. I'm, okay. I'm just gonna. All of mine are guesses, so I'm just all gonna right. send you what I got. Okay, we uh, we have a winner, and I shall go through the answers <clears throat> as we normally do. Oh boy. <laughs> I, I guess I don't think you'll feel too bad about this. I, yeah, I think, yeah, yeah. yeah uh, Pure guess for some of them. Oh, shoot. 
what happened? <clears throat> okay. Um, so number one was was Jenny. Uh, Congratulations, Alan. Don't say it two times. So included both instances. Uh, number two was Lisa. Uh, wait, okay, so Alan got the first one correct, and you both missed number two. Um, number three, and pretty savage, is Jisoo. Uh, and actually, Rose actually confirmed this fact. We'll hear it. They I don't even the remember hearing it that way. Yeah, they I could hear in the back. I think the second vocal is definitely heard. The, fir the first vocal, it sounds yeah. double, but they it sounds like they put a filter over her voice there. But yeah, you I, could yeah. definitely hear like that, especially the breathy timbre at the end there. Okay, cool. Yeah, so it was eventually like confirmed. <laughs> that was her first, and I think only. So yeah, only time saying it in one of their songs. Um, so that's three. Number four. Oh, Alan Mark, you got that one correct. Uh, four. Oh, shoot. I played the wrong clip. Uh, I was meant to play the answer, which was Rose. Uh, I think I'll be skipped to here. I do not remember that part of that. Well, I also don't listen to this song that much. <laughs> that part specifically makes me uncomfortable. Oh. <laughs> um, and yeah, that was Rose, and you also, you also both missed that one. Um, number five was Lisa once again. Lisa actually has four of these eight. Uh, oh my God. So, Chuck, you got that one. And Finally. So now it's, Something... it is two to one. Um, no way. <laughs> uh, okay, number six is once again, Lisa. Uh, all right um <clears throat> yes you both also missed this one uh number seven uh was jenny well this one's a longer clip just so we can hear all of it but she says it right at the beginning oh 
Give us a song release. Okay. Yeah. So that was a cover of Wonder Girls' "So Hot." Um, I forgot where they performed it, but it, they did a live one on one of their Tokyo or wherever their album was recorded in Tokyo or Japan.、Um, and they, I think, they performed it previously too. But that one, yeah, that was Jenny. You both missed that.、Um, no way. Lastly, please don't tell me my, how Mark scored his first two points and then just okay. Lastly, number eight was Lisa.、Uh, <laughs> maybe my favorite of these clips. Hey, black pink in your area. About to give you awesome life. Get it? Awesome screen, awesome camera, long lasting battery life. Awesome screen, awesome camera, long lasting battery life. Awesome- <laughs> <laughs> so that was Lisa.、Uh, there was even like a whole dance challenge with that.、Uh, For Samsung's phone,、um, which had,、uh, I, I would say, an awesome screen and awesome camera, as well as long-lasting battery life.、Uh, <laughs> but yeah, Alan Mark, congratulations!、Uh, Two to one. Three, no, you got. <laughs> I got the last one. Okay, you got the last, got the last one. one. Good, 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 good.、Um, <laughs> I did have a tiebreaker, which we will do, <laughs> just、yes. as we always do.、Um, it is. Which of、oh. these K-pop groups performed the "We Baby Bears" theme song? The Baby Bear. Not to、oh, say、yes. their slogan in the song. Yes.、Uh, one of these five groups, well, five girl groups that debuted last year. So, was it Lightsum, Pixie, Rumble G, Skyly, or Tribe? <laughs> uh, uh, let's just play the theme song. Or. Any any guesses? Oops. I I don't need to guess because I know the.、Answer. Oh, you know. Okay. Yeah. So,、oh. but I'll let Alan Mark guess. I was gonna guess lights. Some feels like their vibe. That's a good guess, but not the guess. right guess. <laughs> Great. Oh, so you would have won this because who is it, Chuck? It is Tribe. That、um, is correct. Oh.、Um. Uh, And we can just watch a little bit of the video. Why a little bit? Well, I'm watching most of it. Okay. <laughs> no, no, we'll watch a little bit. It's fine. Vida loca. Vida loca. Yeah. That's fine. Um, I do like the ending a lot, where they just show their faces, and then the bears are just. I didn't know they had But, a wee baby bear. It's so cute. Yeah, it's so it's a great. But,、yeah. uh, I'm a big、uh, baby or wee bear bear baby bear stan. I don't know what the what, just be called bears. I don't know. <laughs> cubs or cubs. That's the fandom name. But yeah,、oh, no, I got one yeah, right. You would have. Yeah, you would have had it. We tied. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's good. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, as long as it's not Blackpink related, I I can get those answers. Um, and I'm it, honestly surprised I won that one. <laughs> and Got Seven is he? Are they? The, who's the group that's like? Think, was it Got Seven? Monster X has been、oh, on X, Monster X yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Monster X. Yeah, and、uh, Galants. Yeah, yeah. 
Okay. Well, thank you, Stephen, for for bringing us another ingenious, incredible <laughs> game, especially on your comeback to um, making games. I I don't know if you remember two years later. Yeah. I, I don't remember if you remember Stephen, but the whole game thing was just like a. <laughs> Hey, yeah. it'd be cool if we do something fun in the podcast. Yeah, yeah. and lo and behold, it became <laughs> we do it every yeah, yeah, every week. Because like you just it just happened to have it in the back of your in, like yeah, in your back yeah. pocket the first episode, and then the second episode, I was like, I want to do one. <laughs> <laughs> now we have uh, like eighty plus games. Isak toast. We have to, yeah, we, we, we have we to have... come up with something every. Time. We have we have reoccur we have comebacks for the games. It's it's great. We'll have to bring back the uh is the YouTube. <laughs> oh, what what's up? Is it great? Uh, and <laughs> well, it's no, I enjoy it's them. It's, I, enjoy it's, them. It's, I enjoy playing them. Yeah, me too. Me too. I do not necessarily enjoy <laughs> coming up with them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, like well, I have a lot of fun coming up with them. you. I don't I, know where you pull pull these games out, guys. You guys have do. just such a. I don't know if it's just the perfect serendipitous. Now that I got a dog, so the world is my oyster. Yeah. Oh yeah. Ooh, the world is your oyster. (laughs) (laughs) Let's hear it. Um. Okay. I got it. Okay. Anyway. Okay. Well, thank you. Congratulations, Alan Mark. Um, it wouldn't be a reunion if you didn't win the uh, the game. Yeah. So, congratulations. Okay, wow. we have five oh more songs to go through, so well, let's just do this quick. Um, even though some of these songs are pretty good, so we'll do our best to kind of keep things going. So, Stephen, um, we had you start at the beginning, so we'll have you start at the break. Okay. Track number four, Yeah, Yeah, Yes. Just kidding. It's just called Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. What did you think about this awful song? So, I, I did really like this song... But I, I feel like it was so close to being great, but it doesn't quite hit that for me. It's still, uh, I think, maybe in my top two on the album. But I think in the end, I was kind of left wanting a little bit. I, I really loved like the verses and uh, the whole, all of like, the sounds they were choosing with, with all the synths for, for the song. But I really thought that the, I wanted something more from that chorus. I was hoping it would really wear its heart on its sleeve and give us something to sing along with and, and feel. But I, I kind of thought it it dropped, it, or like it missed an opportunity there. Um, it, it's not really the issue with the style of chorus, but just that I wanted something, some a great melody, something that is like... I had fun to, or it's it's not even like a fun or a super happy uh, song lyrically. But I, if I were at like a concert, I think I'm missing that opportunity in this song to just sing along with them. It, it's where I like the song. It, I mean, it, it's it's great, but I that's that's what ultimately uh, I felt about it. Like. 
it just missed kind of this this chance to take it to another level. Oh my god, I just I didn't think about that until you said it, and now I have more to say with my commentary. But Al Mark, we are actually with you though. So what did you think? Did you feel the same way as Steven? Or uh, did you also hate the song? So I was someone playing this song now just to refresh how refresh it in my mind to talk about it. I realized <laughs> every time I didn't remember what this song sounded like when it's like the title. I was like, what what does this song sound like? And I just forgot. This is the one I just forgot. Um, if I'm like not listening to the album itself. But um after you know while listening to it while Steven was saying his thoughts, I, I think I pretty much agree a hundred percent with that too. Like it had a lot of potential. It has the like a vibe that I like with that muted guitar getting a little bit of like a pop rock vibe that I do enjoy a lot. But yeah, I think it felt like it was building up to something, but it ultimately didn't build up to what to enough. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think, yeah, if you just threw on like a really good top line in that chorus, I think it would have been in like the most memorable song. Yeah. Album, but it, it turned it ended up being the most forgettable for me honestly um but i think like like i think i'll enjoy i do like in the moment i do like enjoy it it's just that i forget about it when it's not playing so um yeah i know like the yeah the synth uh textures and like the timbre to them is really nice like i thought there's just a lot of nice choices in this song um, otherwise, with their arrangement, but yeah, I think, you know, um, nothing much more than that. Though uh, Jisoo and Rose did yes, the yeah, in this one, so shout out to that. So that's really cool. Like seeing Jisoo get some writing credits hey, here. Yeah. So uh, shout out because since she is my black pick bias, but um, yeah. Um, so yeah, I was gonna come in saying that this I think was my favorite song. Um, and then you, like, chat, Steven, you started this chain reaction, I swear. Like, because uh, I I did have one minor note, but then as you kept talking, I was like, wait, I don't think I like this song as much as I thought I did. Um, and so it does have that 80s synth pop, which is great. We love that. It had a sense of nostalgia. It was a very chill track. Um, I, it's perfect for a car ride. Um, perfect. And a summer type of song, blah, blah. Um, but yeah, the first <laughs> knock I had against the song, and normally we we champion this, we celebrate it, but I hated that fade out. It was just like, it took the oh, song. I forgot about that. Yeah. The fade out happened, started happening. And I was like, wait, wait, no, come back, come back. Wait, what is, why, why is this song so short? What, what is happening? And I, right. I think... With you talking about the chorus, that played into the fact that it was building up to something and then the payout never happened. And when the song was ending, we felt we were like wanting more. And it's just like, that's... And so now that that you talk about the chorus, I realize like what I think instrumentally arranged-wise, like that, that was really what I latched onto. And that's the vibe. And so like, if you took out the lyrics, not no offense to um, Jisoo or Rose, but um, like it almost could work without it as well. 
Like it just sounds that like that mm-hmm. I think is the star of the song itself. And so um yeah, man. And so I just re-listened to the chorus after you say said that stuff. And I was like, oh yeah, they it's just like an instrumental chorus and then they do some like backing vocals. Um and I was like, oh, that is not cool. Or you know, like that is that is like yeah. I like the verses more than the Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. So um yeah. I think yeah, the pre-chorus my, is my favorite part of it. Yeah. That's so I think that's my favorite. And then it builds up to just an it builds like up a, to a right um, yeah. I think like it's not a bad of. it's not a bad synth portion, but no. it's also like it's like a top line would have like really kicked that yeah. into something incredible. I th- think that chorus probably could have been like the emotional peak of the song, but then it really didn't hit that anywhere. I, I kind of feel like maybe that's what the lyrics are about in this song, but and if they're trying to make the song or like how it sound fit that, I still think it's not uh, it's not worth it to have done that for this song. Yeah. Um, but there were a couple of things I did still uh, other other specific notes. Uh, Lisa has a few lines. I, I, it's like. It's almost like a rare emotion we feel like I, I feel like for her to sound kind of vulnerable on a track. And uh, I, I really like how she sounded. And and I I actually liked that outro. That was kind of a new disco section. Uh, I didn't mind that that's where it was more instrumental. But if we had like, yeah, that better or something more in the normal chorus, I think that would have made it yeah. even better at the end. Um, I forgot to, or I would be remiss to, to, to not say that at the end I was like, no, 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 or nine, nine, nine. Oh, it's, an, it's an that's, an old, that's an yeah. old, old, old inside joke. Yeah, I think it's been said several times, and I always need reminding. <laughs> it's okay. Well, it's better if we just leave you. I don't think so. So yeah. All right. Um, okay, uh, let's quickly then move on to track number five. Alan Mark, uh, what did you think about Hard to Love? Uh, with ha- which has another explicit tag, I should mention. Right. Yes. Um, I guess my first reaction is like, oh, it's like, oh, there's a lot of rosé on this. And then <laughs> I was like, oh, this is fully just yeah. a rosé <laughs> solo song in the middle of this album. Which is cool because I, I think... Well, I mean, she had her really big debut last year, um, and she is a songwriter. So, um, you know, it's nice that she's able to put the songs that she writes. Wait, no, she didn't write. No, she didn't write. That's why it was surprising to me because she did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But not this one. Yeah. Weird. And she's not even a composer on this one. So, yeah. yeah, Well, it's interesting anyway. um, But. I think that kind of threw me off when I found when I realized it was a Rose solo. I was like, hmm, this could have been like a a hidden track or like a bonus track at the end. But otherwise, I do enjoy listening to the song. Actually, I think this is where like a synth uh, chorus fits really nicely because it's that's a really catchy like like that. I like I like listening to that. Um, but yeah. Um, yeah, otherwise though, like it's like a nicely produced song. I think it's well built. Um, but yeah, actually no, just no but. I just yeah, I, I like it. Yeah, it's a good song. And uh Rose sounds great. I think she does have like good like um she can really hold 
a song of herself really nicely. Um, she just has that very interesting vocal texture and really great delivery and, and that really poppy enunciation as well. So uh, yeah, I think I, it's great. I like that we got another Rose solo song because um, I want to hear more of like them branching out on stuff. Uh, I'm just curious why they decided to put it in the middle of this album. <laughs> yeah, or in this album at all. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Which I guess is a wide. I feel like YG does that a lot. Like, so, solo tracks? Maybe, I don't know. Anyway. Um, okay, I'll, I'll jump in. Um, I think... I don't think I was the biggest fan um, of... Is On the Ground, I think. Mm-hmm. Or not the biggest, but I was less a fan than you guys were. <coughs> I remember you guys liking that more than me, at least. But this song, I love. This is more my style and more of a style that I think she greatly benefits from. I mean, it was cool to hear the singer-songwriter Taylor Swift version of Rosé, but I kind of like this rock, um, this Paramore-esque version of her. I think you were talking about her uh, texture, vocal textures. I, I agree that this this... This groove and this uh, the the little like, um, little uh, I wouldn't say bright, uh, but that that little like uh, le- rhythm guitar uh, riff that kept playing throughout the song, like I think um, that plays well with her vocals. So, um, yeah, uh, yeah, I think after our discussion with yeah yeah yeah, this was my other favorite song, but oh. I think this now has taken over because of. I don't know. It's tough. I, it's, it's, I've only been listening to it for like a couple days. Anyway, um, uh, again, I would be remiss to say we get an F word in this song. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I forget the the the, the lead up or the build up, but we get a lot it's of F words in this album. <laughs> so uh, I think this is the first time. No, no, I don't know. No, there's a explicit this... tag on. On type uh, well, of girl, I don't know if yeah, type of girl. girl and yeah, go ahead and explicit tally, tally. and then later, yeah, yeah later, yeah. So, um, but yeah, that was nice. I like to, I it, it almost, I'd like, uh, I don't know if um, what other songs are. It's just like there's something about hearing swear words from people who don't normally swear that just is is fun. Normally and swear on, their, yeah, correct, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm sure they swear all the like, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, but the artist. It's fun to hear the songs with the swear words in the songs. So that'd be. It was fun. Yeah. Um, okay, Stephen. Yeah, I yeah. Um, also like this song a lot. Very happy because Rose's my bias. Happy when I realized that this was a solo. Uh, it eventually became my favorite of her solo songs, and then therefore <laughs> also my favorite like. Blackpink member solo song. So uh, I, I, I like to imagine when you listen to all the Blackpink songs, you don't even listen to anybody yeah, else. You just listen just to Rose. Clip it out. Like, yeah. Oh, this is weird. It's uh, eight tracks of Rose. <laughs> um, okay. Who are these other three in the pictures and <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the video? <laughs> Something's wrong with this guy. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to them highlighting backup. <laughs> it's yeah. More, yeah. More. <laughs> Do that more. Yeah. yeah. Oh, they got really uh, talented, like, beautiful backup dancers. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, what did yeah, you think? Um, I, I think 
this song uh, immediately coming from before. I think this song has a chorus that is was what I thought was missing from Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. Uh, it feels like that emotional thing. You could ugly cry too. Um, and uh, yeah, just kind of <laughs> yeah. sing along with. Um, I think in the middle, like... There's that middle verse and chorus. That's where the song I felt really hits its stride. Uh, it's really cool. Um, yeah, I think overall it has that fun kind of disco beat. Uh, and they do the clap claps, which is perfect for it. Um, yeah, I, I, I do like it. I, I think I, I would also want to see more uh, just solos or like not really units but just like different combinations without having to formalize a solo debut or unit debut just like i don't know have Mm -hmm. members record tracks if they they want so it's kind of i like that they included this maybe they announced it i don't know but um i i just like seeing that uh on an album what would have been cool is that is if each member had a solo song in this album yeah i think that would have been a Cool thing. Yeah, and it's, it's only eight tracks. I think eleven would they could it would be great. Yeah, but yeah, who knows? I'm, yeah. I'm happy it's eight for the sake of this podcast <laughs> recording. So, um, very cool. Okay, uh, let's let's move right along, guys. Uh, track number six, the happiest girl. And Chuck, were you the happiest guy listening to this? I would have to say. No, because it was a very sad song. <laughs> I was the saddest boy <laughs> when I when I heard this. But no, it's a. Uh, I was like the first note I wrote was piano ballad, huh? Or piano piano ballad, huh? That sorry, that's what I mean. <laughs> um, and um, <laughs> Two totally different. Yeah. yeah, I know, totally well, different. Oh. <laughs> I was like, oh, as was the, oh, um, okay, so. Um, Yes. Uh, first, I was like, oh, not the last song? Cool. Okay, here we go. Just the piano ballad right after Rosé uh, hits it with that, with that Hard to Love song. Um, and I think, I think they, they intelligently put this there because it was like, here's Rosé, amazing vocals. And then let's remind you, these other girls also have some great vocals. Um, and so that's what I got from this song. The whole song was pretty much piano, which is, which is great. It was just like, I, I felt like I was watching or listening to a ballad from like, uh, let me just sort of write him, uh, maybe Lady Gaga or something like that. Just something where there's like a lot of emotion, a lot of tragic emotion being sung. And even with the piano, some of the chords they were hitting like felt very, very sad. Um, um, and so, oh, like... I don't think it does anything new in the the ballad game, but it was just I don't know. I don't I think there are a couple ballads before with Blackpink. I just don't I can't think of them right now cuz it's all the bombastic songs I can think of. Um but it was great to hear everyone vocally. They I thought they all sounded great, especially Lisa um not biases aside. Um obviously her her game is less on the singing. But I I think this this song like showed a little better vocal skills from her, and I, I thought that was cool to see or hear. Um, and yeah, that's it. It's a yeah, it's cool. Yeah, not nothing. I'm like, wow, 
this is I want to listen to this ballad forever. It's just it was it was good to hear some vocals, I, I guess, from them. So, um, Stephen, yeah, um, like? yeah, I think I was also focusing more on on the vocals here. I really also like Lisa, especially in in verse two. She sings the word "undo" with a little little vibrato at the end, which sounded really great. And I think, uh, yeah, I would love to hear some more Lisa singing. Um, but I, for me, I thought Jisoo actually stole the show on this song. Uh, I think every one of her lines she sounded great, uh, especially the I can't stop the tears lines, uh, especially on that third time where it changes up and goes higher. I think she sounds great there. Uh, but yeah, I mean, what you said about this being a ballad, like there are also songs I think are fine, but uh, usually not like a favorite on an album, but this one was 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 good, like uh, vocally, I think, for each of the members. Yeah. All right. Um, I'm Alan Mark. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't have a lot of thoughts. I guess. Yeah. I mean, it's a ballad. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I think for me. Just these types of ballads, I guess, does, don't really resonate with me. Um, I think that's just my taste. I, yeah, so that's why I don't really, like, I don't think there's anything for me to criticize for it, but there's nothing really for me to also rave about. It, like, feels like a early Adele, like, piano yeah. ballad, I would say. Um, just without the that vocal power behind it that Adele has. But I think at least the... Um, uh, yeah, the vocal performance from like members. I think yeah, Lisa did a really good job, and uh, but yeah, I do think Jisoo's parts are also my favorite. But mm-hmm. I also wish we had more Jisoo in this song because she ended up singing the same sort yeah. of sequence this, every time. Um, so I'd, like I think longer sections would have been nice. I like something really like. But yeah, I think this song also just threw me off because like. Every time I listen to it, I like could never figure out whose voice was which because I think this may be the first time we were hearing them like go into ranges we're not used to them mm. doing or uh, sort of you know have these timbres that we're not used to, particularly Jisoo and Lisa, really. So I was like a little confused also while listening to this song, but otherwise, like it, it's a song that's there. Um, yeah, I don't have like much more to say besides that all right um okay steven i'm excited to hear your thoughts about our next track track number seven entitled tally so tallyo steven <laughs> what did you think about this song yeah tally is my other favorite song on the album i i don't know if it is my favorite i i think it's either Tally or actually, yeah, 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 still. But um, I think what really makes this song work for me is that it's this very familiar Blackpink like attitude, but in a somewhat different package than how we usually hear it. Um, I think uh, the, the guitar works really well. I love how it's yeah. kind of, it sounds lazy to me. Like it's just occasionally picking out that three note riff and then the strum is not like a really fast one. You can kind of pick out the notes when they strum. So it's like 
a little slower. I, I really like that effect throughout. Um, yeah, I also like that 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 line is, is I find kind of interesting. No one's keeping tally as this very central sentiment. Well, I mean, it's in the title too, because like I feel like there are a lot of people who are actually keeping track, uh, or like they who are keeping tally, like their their fans and their detractors. Um, like I think it's maybe telling of uh, what the members like I, I want to think about uh, their position of where they've reached and the eyes that are on them. Um, so I think there is some like empowerment here in the, the lyrics. Um, yeah. What else? I, yeah, that's about it. I, I, yeah, I like how it's so familiar, but kind of different. Um, Alamark, I think if I hear correctly, if I heard correctly, your bias swears in this song. Everyone swears in this song. But yes, my <laughs> bias does swear in this song. Uh, okay. Um, aside from the expletives, what did you think about the song? <laughs> oh, I think the expletives are a key part of the song. And uh, honestly, like, by far, this is my favorite song of the album. I enjoy it so much. <laughs> Um, you know, all of the production parts that Steven mentioned too, that guitar was a really great choice and using it throughout the song. But I think uh, Steven touched upon the empowerment part. I think you mentioned it more in the effect of like them as like where they are as stars and like their success and stuff like that. I saw it as more as like a direct um, like empowerment against patriarchy, particularly like um I think this is like a very much directly uh, speaking out against like slut shaming mm. and stuff like that. I thought I thought it was very like direct with um, you know with that with the verbiage they use. Um, you know, th there's the expeditives, but then like no one's keeping tally of what oh. I want and with who I like. So it's like you know, um, like the double standard of like men are quote unquote allowed to have as many like sexual partners as as they want but then here it's like like i'm not gonna apologize for me sort of having those like f girl tendencies because f boys are allowed to do that mm. so i think i like that with this aspect with this song like not only does it sound great but i think that having such a direct message of like the anti-patriarchal uh anti-misogyny uh like perspective is something that one we don't see a lot in like k-pop Mm -hmm. And I think in general, and in pop as well, um, like it's not really uh, in, enough, especially that sound like, you know, great like this. Um, but yeah, I think I, Blackpink is a really good vessel to sort of have that message pushed out. Um, I think, I, I mean, I don't think it sounds like a single, but I think if they had that message as a single, it would, that would even be like a bolder move yeah. that I would... I would have absolutely loved from them. Um, yeah, so I think that's why my favorite part of the song. Uh, other than that, though, like I think another part of the why this song stuck out is because sequencing as well. I've mentioned multiple times the the Teddy formula. Uh, this one is much different because it starts off with the chorus from the beginning, which is something um, which is a smart thing to do in pop because that's usually the most ear catching. Like that's the hook. Um, 
and you want to introduce that to listeners as soon as possible. Mm-hmm. So I like that this song did that because it is the best like part of the songs, like audio wise. So yeah, so yeah, easily, easily, this song is my favorite. Oh no, I should not have gone last because that was very good. <laughs> that commentary, <laughs> my God. Okay, well. Um, I, I agree with everyone. Um, but <clears throat> I, I will just add that I, I too really, really, really enjoy this song. Um, I liked how um, with that lazy guitar that you were talking about, Stephen, it, the overall, the whole beat itself kind of just felt more subdued, like less um, emphasis on like adding as many... Uh, I mean, it essentially was just like a rock song, I think, uh, from what I was remembering just now. Um, but yeah, even then, it was just like everything was just like felt lower while the vocals and the raps sh- sh- uh, shined more. And I, I think to touch on what you're talking about, Alan, Mark, I com- that completely went over my head. But now that you're yeah. saying it, I like the song even better now and makes more sense why they wanted more of that I think more of the vocals to kind of come through the message they want they wanted to come through more. So, um, uh, I, I keep joking about it, but yeah, I just love all the swearing. It's nice to hear <laughs> f words and whatnot um, <laughs> in a K-pop we're, track. We're a clean podcast. So yeah, I, I wish we could say it. Yeah, we we had one um, <laughs> one expletive uh, po- po- or episode, but um, it's not it was from warranted. any of us. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, one of us is clearly in the in the shot right now, but uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's it's Lily yeah. in my, in my yeah, yeah, yeah. it's it's I, my dog Lily. Yeah. Hey, hi, was, Lily. Yeah. Going back to also going back to my comments, I think that's what makes sense. Why the song's called Tally? It's like tallying up like mm. the quote unquote body count yeah. as well. So yeah, <sighs> love it. Okay, <clears throat> um, shall we? conclude with the last song guys alan mark i think yes that's uh, you are yeah are you ready for love i mean i'm ready to talk about this song so (laughs) he's Um, ready for love love. it's a different one but um (laughs) yeah this one uh i guess i don't have a lot of notes it seems like sort of uh um, typical like EDM-y dance pop song, <laughs> which is fun and nice. I guess fitting for PUBG, I guess. I think, <laughs> <laughs> I think oh, it's is this PUBG uh, solo? Yeah, this, this, well, they performed this it during the PUBG. In- oh, this is the PUBG. Yeah, right. um, but I think I think the most notable thing for me of this song is like, oh, this is a song that they're recording um, that showed up in the documentary. I remember because I distinctly oh. remember like, I think it was Lisa in the studio. And she was figuring out how to do the the cadence of Reddit love, oh. Reddit love. Uh, I thought that was like cool seeing that like the process there. Otherwise, I don't have a lot here. I feel like this song would have fit better on their first album, honestly. <laughs> yeah. But the vibe like with uh, with Lovesick Girls and the other songs there, I think it would have fit a lot better. Uh, so uh, that make, that's why it's the last song. It's just yeah. tacked on. Okay. Yeah, but I yeah, it's a fine song. I think the <laughs> yeah, it's okay. Uh, yeah, I think the the main the 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 telling when I'm ready because the telling when I'm ready part is sort of a weird addition in the chorus. 
But otherwise, it's it's every the, the song's fine. <laughs> yeah, I agree too. I think it's just <clears throat> I completely forgot it was the the PUBG song. I don't know why, but um, but yeah, it's it's I agree. It's an okay EDM dance song. It just even when I heard it the first time, I was kind of like, um, yeah, cool. It it's it's it it was kind of nice to kind of get a not so in your face Blackpink. Some more party celebratory version, um, even though I I um, I haven't really looked at the lyrics. Who knows? It's probably some some deeper meaning that Al Mark has figured out, and uh, it's just over my head again. But um, yeah, I I skipped the song very quickly, um, even after. Even not realizing I heard it before. That's how forgettable it was. I didn't realize I watched the music video when they were all in CG. So, um, anyway, that's my thoughts. Steven, what did you think? Yeah, uh, I didn't really care too much for this song either. <laughs> uh, I remember hearing about it, but I didn't seek it out when it came out. And I haven't seen the video either. Uh, I thought uh, the intro from Rosé was, was beautiful, but the, the song also is fine. I, I appreciate that it feels kind of uplifting. Um, there aren't too many Black Pink songs that feel like a clear expression of joy, and uh, this one is maybe the closest one to that, so uh, that's fine. Um, yeah, but it's overall, I think, okay. Yeah, I'm just realizing that this was technically their comeback song. <laughs> this was the song. This came out in July. Um, yeah. I, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're right. I feel like it's not a comeback unless they do like music show performance. Right, right. right. I think that's when it counts. But this is like you the first be, time because, yeah. like, I remember it being announced. It's like Blackpink's coming back as a PUBG <laughs> mobile song. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So. They have their own eyes that are, <laughs> yeah. uh, that are just uh, you know dancing in the game and stuff. Yeah, but yeah, oh, but man. it's not an official comeback until we see them take a picture on the Inky Guyo stuff. Oh. Yeah, very, very very good, very good. All right, well, we did it, guys. We we came back as a group and we came back to talk about Blackpink. So job well done. Um, I. Would love to call one last call. Um, it'd be fun if I went back and then I took what we talked about in the first episode to see if they filled all of our hopes, wishes, and dreams. Oh, boy, what a rough episode that was. <laughs> yeah. I didn't take any notes back then. <laughs> yeah. I also had zero notes today. I did for this episode. I didn't write anything today. Wow. It, it sounded like you did. That was, you're, you're getting so… Oh, my God. It's uh, you know um, two years of experience, you know. Yeah. Oh God, <laughs> it hasn't really been two years, almost. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> Matter so, of fact. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, um, does anybody want to go last? Because I want to go first. We'll go first. Just go first. Let's go. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I'll go first and say with my last call that um, I. I really like, well, one, welcome back, Blackpink. Uh, you've been very much missed. Uh, it's good to have you back. Um, but secondly, I think 
this was this this album kind of caught me by surprise um sonically i didn't think i would get the level of um just more interesting i mean there's a lot of different sounds that i'm not used to with blackpink um and like i said at the beginning uh, they did start us off with a more familiar uh girl crush um uh style but as it kind of went along i really started enjoying myself more with the b-sides and i don't remember me thinking like that so maybe i did with the album i'll go back and listen to it but i thought this was like a good way for them to kind of announce some sort of evolution i have no idea what their style is going to be but this album was definitely different and i absolutely love it more than the album um i i think this is it, I, I think it's a stronger release. And so um, if this is definitely an indication of... I, I hope they don't wait another two years because um, I would love to hear more of these types of songs from this group uh, for them to kind of remove themselves. I mean, they are the undisputed, like... Um, I don't know. Um, like, quartet of, like, strong and, like, in-your-face powerful K-pop uh, girl group kind of image. But, um, yeah, I, I think... I I probably said this back at episode number one, maybe wanting to get see how they evolve. And so um, I, I will say that again for this episode, that I, I think this is a, a sign of even better music to come from Blackpink. Maybe more more grown-up, more, like, more varying. So, um yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Sure. I, I, I can go. Um, I thought. I think I was uh, pretty largely underwhelmed by this album overall. I, I was. I think we got some very familiar things from them, which is what I did want from a comeback especially from a comeback like single. Uh, but then I think I was hoping for some very like new things from them that I, I feel like we, I didn't quite get. Um, I, there are a couple moments. I think we, we got to hear certain members like sing more or, or we, we got that soul solo, but I think the songs that they have here are just uh, not like overall, just not that interesting to me. Um, they've been so influential since they started, and I. It seems like their music right now is not for with this is not what will keep them super uh, or like at the the top of the the K-pop game uh in in my estimation um so it i guess I, I i'm glad that blackpink is back um but yeah i, I was just hoping i would have liked this album more maybe they've just had the same people for too long sometimes that works really well for certain groups and uh, certain companies in general but maybe we need a new formula have been mentioned um so yeah 
All right. I'll close this out, um, which is interesting because I think I'm, out of the three of us, the least fan of Blackpink, I would say. I could say, so, yes. Yeah. I, yeah. So I guess in that, in that sense, I had sort of like, didn't really set any expectations for the album and the releases and stuff like that because it's, you know, I, you know, I brought up the formula the most because it's something I've noticed consistently. Uh, but I think it's really great that at least a group of this, of their stature is, you know, is back, you know, I think people may be, may have been concerned about potential, like, oh, it's been so long, are they going to disband? Because, I mean, it's it's K-pop. Sometimes if you act too slow, then you never know. Uh, but I think something that it seemed like, in my opinion, what YG seemed to be doing was sort of doing, I guess I would call like anticipatory marketing, where it's like, you know, have like this huge drought so that people just like really hype up. Um, like, ah, oh, they need to come back. Like, ah, oh, we can't wait for them to come back until that builds up. Because I think they're counting on, they're so big that no matter what, whenever they do come back, it's just going to be a big rush of like excitement. And then like people are going to pre-order the albums a whole bunch because uh, it's Blackpink, then fans and stands are always going to order no matter what, whether it's good or bad. And then have the world tour announced before the album so that they get that tour revenue too. Uh, so, uh, but I think with, I, I think because they were gone for so long, two years is a long time in K-pop. And in these two years, which essentially also spans our podcast, like we may know just as much as anyone, like how many, like not only how many groups have released things, but the quality that has come out in these past two years, like a lot of these newer groups or even older groups that are like just stepping it up, they are elevating, I guess, K-pop as a genre overall, like to a different level where Blackpink was like where they were two years ago. So them coming back with more or less a similar sound, it doesn't, I guess it's not as impactful because we know that. And this is where the, you know, the realm of K-pop has gone in the two years. You know? Now, it does almost feel like they're catching up because a lot of groups that may have had or influence or producers that are using that Blackpink influence, it's like, well, it's changed it. They use that formula, change it up a bit to bring something new. Um, so, but I think with, especially with Shutdown and the music video specifically with that concept, I think they really do want to make a statement that they are going to elevate further. And my hope is that whenever the next release is, which I think they need to consider being much sooner than two years, uh, is like bringing uh, actual freshness to it. Because, uh, yeah, both audio, uh, auditory and visually, it's been more or less the same and not to say that that is you know that it's bad but with the pace of how like this music and art is going like you can't stick to the same thing for too long uh so yeah when did do 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 come out like 2018 i think 20 yeah yeah 28 
And like wow. I think since then, like it's they've been it's been consistent how they've been like their releases, uh, sound wise and visually. So it's I think, like them coming back, like they need to realize like they they need to push something that is like different because when Blackpink debuted, it was something like, uh, they came out of the gates running with like this. Well, I wouldn't call it fresh sound because uh, there was a lot of uh, like oh they're just a new 21 <laughs> with Bumbaya but with Whistle I think and then later on we're playing with Fire and uh, I think is that song called Stay? The, the oh Stay yeah, yeah yeah like it's like okay like that the variety of sounds in those four songs together are like alone like it, they showed what they could do in a realm that was really setting the tone what would eventually become the fourth generation of K-pop. So if they could sort of take that energy again, harness it into um, like just another great Blackpink comeback, then they'll have us back. So yeah, that's that's what I got. Can I ask you guys a question? Um, I've thought about this and as we talk more about Blackpink, I feel like my thoughts on this uh, so solidify even further. I've always thought that Blackpink left the door open two years ago for Espa to walk through and kind of take over. Um, I feel like they're doing what Blackpink should have done now, which is... Um, I, I mean, there obviously there's a lot of differences between the groups, but as far as like a quartet goes, I have more affinity towards Espa because they're sound, they they're like pushing the game. They're like they're still doing like the girl crush concept, um, but I just feel like this is where like um, this is where Blackpink needs to take inspiration from. Um, and just be like, oh, okay, maybe this is what, I mean, maybe this is where we need to go, um, or it needs to start heading towards. I don't know. I, I wouldn't necessarily say Espa's better than Blackpink, um, or I, not, or, and I wouldn't say Blackpink's better than Espa, but it's just, um, I don't know. I just, I just feel like I, uh, I didn't need this release to come out. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I felt like I kept getting the my fill from Espa, and then they were, they just kept coming out with crazier and crazier songs. So, I don't know. That's just my thoughts. I, 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 I don't think I would really compare the two. Next dire- sense, yeah. yeah, directly. Uh, I think you can look at a lot of groups and and just say that, this is where you can find Blackpink in them. But uh, yeah, yeah. I think uh, maybe more to Alan Mark's point, like I think groups like Espa and I mentioned Enmix at the top of the show, mm-hmm. they've taken, I think, a lot more risks with their singles yeah. and songs um, that this Blackpink album just felt like it, I, it felt like it didn't do really yeah. at all. So... Yeah, I, that, I guess that has I will how it address that question. Yeah, 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 and maybe you know that maybe because they are 
doing more to reach a more international audience. And I think in this case, more international means more Western audience where those pop tendencies are a bit more safer. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. So maybe that's, you know, maybe that's where our feelings are coming from. While, like, you know, uh, while Western pop has, is going, you know, in the straight direction, uh, K pop continues zigging and zagging in different directions, you know, like a weekly song. So that's, uh, <laughs> um, yeah. that, yeah, I think, I think it's just sure. a marketing thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and, and I think, yeah, and YG has always sort of tried to steer in cl- closer in that direction of like tutoring between K-pop and, I guess, the more international pop, um, and Blackpink is easily the closest they've gotten in having that this level of success. Not even closest; they are there. So um, as they continue working with other artists, producers, uh, that. Maybe that's just the direction they're going. And maybe, Steven, you are right. Like, yeah, they're sort of shutting down like their K-pop past and sort of now this sort of maybe the sound that they're trying to push forward to, uh, you know, I guess, you know, move from a niche fan base to something like that the soccer moms are going to bump or the uh, like that you're... You know, random coworker doing small talk is like, oh yeah, I heard that voice that you yeah. heard Black Pink in the radio, stuff like that. So yeah, I um, I, oh, I don't want to like hold on to that idea too strongly, but I think it right. just came from, right. you know, I when I hear this album, I can understand half of the songs fully through because yes. they're and I think maybe it's like oh, I, they're, if they're tr- choosing these fully English songs. Are they going to do more the next time? Or like, uh, I, I don't know. Um, and yeah, I, I forgot how many English songs they had on their last album. But they, I mean, they had they had features like yeah. Selena and Cardi B last time, but they didn't have any on this one. So is that a return? So I, I, I don't know. But yeah, but yeah. yeah. But like, yeah, three songs, I think, were fully in English on this one, uh, including the Rosé the solo. And I think they had maybe just as many on the last one. Yeah, okay. Too. Cool. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm just curious how that's gonna yeah. turn out. I'm curious why don't they why don't they do like a full English album and yeah. then like maybe a Korean album, even uh, like a mini side to that because I know like yeah. it's working for Monster X like they do like full English albums and like Korean albums as well. So hmm. yeah. Also, like they don't, they don't give them as so many songs. <laughs> barely give them songs. Yeah. Well, they're eight songs for a full album. Yeah, they essentially like just added a like third two, of as many songs as they had before. Yeah, two years for just eight songs. Um, okay, well, I'm sure... Oh, oh God. I, I hope this is not the... Like you said, Alan Mark, they better release something within the next two years um, to start moving the needle for them. Um, and so hopefully when when... If that happens, we'll have a lot more to say. Um, but I think this was... This was a good... This is a very good a review or overview of this song um sorry of this album and uh, of blackpink in general so um i'm sure we'll all look forward to yet again talking about blackpink um so yeah time to close up shop thank you all so much for choosing to dine with us 
We really hope you enjoyed your stay and we can't wait to have you back next time. You can catch more episodes of How You Can Eat on all of your favorite podcast platforms. You can follow How You Can Eat on all of your favorite social media platforms. We are on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, for example. And you can even email us, howyoucaneat at gmail.com. Steven, even during his vacation in Europe, was reading all the emails sent. So keep sending it if you have any feedback, have any suggestions, want to be a part of the show, anything. Want us to be a part of your show, whatever you want, um, we'll be happy to read those emails. So, yeah, that, uh, that about wraps it up for us. Um, for... So for Alan, Mark, Stephen, and I, it has been our absolute pleasure being your leaders this week. So long, stay safe, and we'll see you next feast. See ya. This, that, pink, venom, this, that, pink, venom, this, that, pink, venom. Get him, get him, get him. Straight, right. How you can eat like yum, yum, yum. How you can eat like yum, yum, yum. (laughs) Did you do like a noodle? Yeah. (laughs) I love it. Bye, guys.